Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. Thank you for tuning in. As always, I love the support. Do not forget to tell a friend. Don't forget to pay that fee. Send this episode. Send the last one. Send your favorite one. Send it to a buddy. Send it to your mailman. Send it to the baker where you get your donuts. I don't care. Just send it to somebody. Tell them you like it. I'd appreciate it. This has been a crazy couple weeks, uh, to say the least. Um, If you look at the news, probably one of the biggest stories, I think it's kind of split in half right now. Um, The school shooting that we covered is about the biggest topic going on, even though there's been other instances um, or incidences. Uh, The other top story, probably just in line with this shooting, is Johnny Depp won his lawsuit against Amber Heard. This was probably one of the most watched trials in the country since OJ. This one was widely televised. It was on YouTube, social media. I mean, this thing was everywhere. And it's just crazy how our society, our country, myself included, gets so wrapped up in these two people's disagreements, you know, getting involved in their divorce and this defamation. And it's just crazy how that took so much of our attention span for so long. Whereas these shootings that happen last for about 48 hours and then people don't really care. As I said, with these shootings, this is going to be their, the politicians chance to try and pass some outrageous gun control laws and restrictions and regulations. And that is absolutely true. It's, it's happening. Um, they haven't passed anything obviously yet. This is pretty fresh, but they are trying very hard. Um, one of the proposed ideas is like, a thousand dollar tax or not thousand dollar, a thousand percent tax on AR 15s. Um, there's talks about red flag laws, increasing the age to buy a rifle to 21. Um, and then obvious gun control, like banning AR 15s, banning sale of guns. And for so many years, you're there. A lot of, America has been on one side or the other. You have the one side that is shall not infringe and they don't want to talk about it. They don't have any facts to debate it. They just say shall not infringe. And that's their only contribution to the argument. And then the other side wants all the guns gone, turned in, picked up, destroyed, gone. And obviously there's people that fall in the middle, but it, the loudest voices are on both of these ends and both ends are wrong. Now the ones that say shall not infringe, obviously there's limits to the second amendment. They say there is no limit. It should be anything that the military has, but I don't think an average citizen should have access to an Apache helicopter and a nuclear warhead. So there is definitely limits And on the other side, getting rid of all guns, obviously we know why that's not going to work because one, you'll never get rid of them. 
two, it's the user, not the tool. There's still going to be stabbings. There's still going to be people running over people with cars. They're going to get guns illegally. They're going to make them. They're going to make bombs. If somebody wants to create destruction and harm people, they are going to find a way. So there needs to be this balance point of both sides need to be more realistic. And I am in no way in favor of giving up any of my gun rights at all. And a lot of people don't even want to hear me even consider saying that the shall not infringe side should talk. A lot of people say that you can't even talk about it. That's where the line's drawn and that's where it stops. But this situation is a very messy, messy situation. It's a people person or people problem. There's no clear cut answer. There's not an answer that I could give you in 30 minutes. There's not an answer that anybody could give you in 10 hours. We don't know what the answer to stop these school shootings is. Now, we have ideas. We know that things will work, you know, making the schools harder to access. But however hard you make that school to access is only as good as the people who are enforcing it and making sure that the school is hard to access. The worst part of any secure location, the weakest point, is the people itself. So that's one thing that we can do right away. Let's start pumping more money into protecting, like building safer schools. Let's start educating teachers correctly on what to do in these horrific instances. Maybe some teachers or faculty members need to be trained on how to use a weapon. Now, I'm not all for arming all of our teachers. I don't think that's the answer. But a good guy with a gun is one of the best kryptonites for a bad guy with a gun. We have to do something to protect these kids. And it's not giving up our rights. It's not going after one side or the other as hard as possible. It's getting together and having a real conversation of what could we do. Um, I don't think maybe necessarily raising the age from 18 to 21 is a big deal because kids nowadays are much more immature and don't have as much life experience as an 18-year-old did 40 years ago. But I understand on the right side, if you give an inch, they'll take a mile because they absolutely will. If you give up high-capacity magazines, they're going to go for the gun. If you give up AR-15s, they're going to come for your handguns. We've seen this in states like New York and California where you give up just a little bit of freedom and it's just a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. It will never be enough until they have all of your rights and all of your power. Okay. And on the other side, the one side is going to fight. The right is going to fight until they can have nukes. Now, that is kind of a good thing that the right is fighting that hard because they're the only opposition to the left. They're they're holding them back as long as they have. But the politicians 
use tragedies. They use these poor kids as fuel to make a name for themselves and get what they want and win in these political moments. They don't really care if the politicians cared and they wanted to take care of your kids, they would do something about it. Does this ever happen at a school where a Senator's kid goes? Does this ever happen at a school where a Supreme court justices kid goes or grandkid goes? No. And you know why? Because the people in politics are constantly surrounded by guns. Their families are surrounded by guns and they are always protected by guns. But your child is not allowed to be protected by guns. Your child just needs to go to school and shut up and give us your guns and we'll protect you. That has never, ever worked. Not in the history of humanity has that ever worked? You have to be able to defend yourself. We need to invest in education. We need to invest in being people again, a sense of community, raise these young men who are creating the, or causing these horrific events. We need to be mentoring them at a very young age and fathering them through life. Now I know I've gone on a rant for like the last two weeks. It's very similar to this, but I just want everybody to know how messy and how fast things can turn. I warned you guys a little while ago, you know, a couple episodes ago that when the first shooting happened, they were going to probably be coming over or coming after body armor. And sure enough, that's what they're coming after. Something that's designed to protect people. They're going to come after the next shooting happens. Watch out. They're going to try and pass some gun laws while everybody's, you know, fear, furious and irritated and, t- and emotionally destroyed. They're going to try and take whatever they can. Don't let a good catastrophe go unpunished or don't let a horrific event go wasted. Might as well use it and get as much political power and pull as you can. So with this, people talk to me that listen to the show or hear the show or hear other people talking about it. And a lot of you guys agree. And every once in a while, I'll get a question of somebody saying, well, you, that's not really going to happen here. Right. I mean, come on, this is America. It's not going to happen here. Well, look North, look at what's going on in Canada. Canada is wildly different from the United States, but it's also very similar to the United States in a lot of reasons, in a lot of ways. Okay. Canada just now put a freeze, a six month freeze on all handgun sales. Now, I don't know about you, but this, this sure sounds like two weeks to flatten the curve or, oh, we just need to wear masks for a little bit and then we'll be okay. We just have to slow the spread. This doesn't sound Like it's going to be, yeah, six months, we won't sell any handguns, and then, oh, back to normal, we'll be totally fine, we'll just, business as usual, buy as many handguns as you want, you're good. What it sounds like, and if you are any normal person who just lived through the last three years of the world, what this sounds like is, okay, let's just put a temporary ban on pistols for six months, just to kind of slow things down. And people go, oh, okay. 
you know, that doesn't sound so bad. Just, just a temporary pause. Yeah. We're not losing our rights. It's just, it's for the greater good. Six months comes down the line and one of two things happens. Crime either goes down and they go, look, it worked. Oh my gosh. We need to just leave them banned forever. It obviously worked or crime goes up and they say, oh, you know why? It's because it takes longer. The ban has to be longer for it to be effective. And also we need to ban rifles too, because now that pistols are banned, they're still, they're buying more rifles and they're committing crimes with rifles instead of pistols. But if we ban both of them, then they won't have anything to buy and crime will surely go down. Do you really think that's going to work? Do you really think that's how it's going to all shake out? Obviously, this is another power grab. They're just going after some more rights, slowly put the frog in cold water, slowly turn up the heat. He'll never know he's cooking, and he'll die right there in that pot. You turn the pot on too hot, you drop the frog in, he's going to jump out. That's exactly what they're doing. Now, I feel terrible for all the victims and all the families that have been affected by these shootings. And I am confident in myself to admit that I don't know the answer. I don't know what's right. I have ideas of what I think will help, things that will make it better. But one thing I do know is that just blanket banning guns or AR-15s or whatever the idea on the other side to take rights away and give the government more power is not the solution. Giving the government power to train teachers with firearms, not the solution. Giving the government the power to secure schools and make them safer environments, not the answer. The answer is never going to be to give the government more power or give up more of your rights. That is not ever going to be one of my answers. So how do you do it privately? How do you create a company or go about it as we the people? How do we make it different? That's something I want you guys to think about. I want you guys to reach out to me. I want you to send me a DM, send me a message, send me a carrier pigeon, whatever it is. Send me a smoke signal. Think about it. How can we make a difference in our society today? How can we protect our kids and those who cannot protect themselves? Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to go on iTunes, leave a five-star and a review, and go on Spotify and also leave me a five-star. Until next week, guys. Later. Later.